Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I explore the world of geocaching. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Geocache Adventures Facebook page. You can also follow Geo Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee for a behind the scenes look on every episode. That's one word G E O Adventures. It's free to follow, or you can become a member and unlock exclusive posts and information. Your memberships go a long way for helping support the podcast and are greatly appreciated. I want to give a big thank you to G. Scott Miller and Stephen J. Riley for becoming members on Buy Me a Coffee and supporting the podcast. Thank you both so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Amy, Shadow Dragon One here, and I'm going to talk to you today about writing logs. More specifically, Writing good logs. We all write fine logs. We write trackable logs. You know, there's a lot of logs out there where you don't see much in them. And as a cache owner, and I've talked to other cache owners about this, and they all seem to say the same thing. We enjoy a good fine log. And here's the thing about fine logs. They don't have to be novels. You don't have to write paragraphs to write a good fine log. You can write just a couple sentences and I guarantee you the cash owners will appreciate it. So first of all, what not to include in a fine log? No spoilers. Don't add any, you know, don't put exactly where the cash container was located at. If you're looking for a cash and it turns out the coordinates are off and you want to include that in your log, that's a great thing to include because that's helpful for other cash owners. But don't necessarily put, hey, it was right in the nook of the tree on the left. Don't put exactly where the cache is located. And if the description page says not to include pictures of the cache container, then respect that and don't add a picture of the cache container. You can add other pictures, but just don't include the cache container in them. So some things that are good to include can be anything as simple as what you're out and about doing. Did you see anything interesting on your hike out to the cache? Maybe you saw some deer or turkey in the woods. Maybe you're out running errands and you're grabbing the cache in between. Are you caching solo or do you have people with you? Did you really love something about the location or the container? Are you working on a streak? Maybe you have a streak to do a daily streak. Maybe you're working on the 365. Maybe you're, you know, working on 100 caches for 100 days. Are you working on a challenge cache? Are you trying to complete a goal? And that's part of why you're grabbing this geocache. That kind of information adds for an interesting log. Um, if you are working out a challenge cache, what's the challenge cache about? Um, did you grab the cache so you could get a, a souvenir? That kind of information, it just adds to an interesting log. And it's simple information that you can add to any type of geocache. You know, if you're talking about, I stopped and grabbed this park and grab so I could get the end of year souvenir. There you go. It's a simple sentence added for a parking grab. Did you drop a trackable at the cache or did you trade swag? 
even something as what is the weather like if it's an unusually warm day for the time of year or an unusually cool day or even if it's just hey i'm out enjoying the beautiful weather today and grabbing a cache why i'm at it something as simple as that to add to a log is great because it shows that you took some time and effort to type something out in your log now obviously you know if it's a lamp post cache you're not necessarily going to have a lot to say about the location or the container if it's just a park and grab or something like that. But a lot of these things I just mentioned, did you grab it for a souvenir? What was the weather like? Are you grabbing this in between errands or doing it for a streak or challenge or filling in your fizzy grid or something? Any of that information can be added to even an LPC. Was the container in good shape? Did you have trouble finding it? Was it an easy find? All of this stuff is just, is just simple information about what you're doing about your journey about your experience finding the cash all this information believe me as a cash owner myself i love it even on a simple park and grab that i have just put a couple sentences on there and it makes all the difference because you know what even a simple park and grab the cash owner had to go through effort of getting a container getting permission hopefully they got permission getting permission placing the hide, hopefully they're maintaining the cache, go through the reviewer process, all that. Even simple parking grabs take some effort to put that out there for people. So, you know, any, even, you know, add, if you like to add, thanks for the cache, TFTC, to your post, that's great. But add something else with it. Add one of the things we talked about, add a sentence or two, and then add TFTC. Or shout out the cash owner directly and say, hey, thanks, whoever, whatever their caching name is, for placing this hide. Even if that's all you put on a park and grab, thank you for placing, you know, something more than just that abbreviation. It really does make a difference to most cash owners because, like I said, they have put some level of effort into placing a cache and maintaining it. So even just a sentence or two, the cash owners are going to enjoy it. And if for some reason they don't like reading logs, then don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about if the cash owner is going to read the email or not, or if you're taking up their time. Most cash owners really appreciate you taking some effort to put a couple sentences down. They really do. You know, obviously, if it's something like a power trail, that does make it a lot more difficult to add a unique log to 30 or however many are in the power trail you know some people will write a couple sentences on the first one and copy and paste the logs you can do that at least it shows you put effort in the first one what you know what i would recommend if you're doing a power trail consider taking you know consider the first and last caches that you end up doing at the power trail write a unique entry for the first cache you're starting out the power trail who are you with what are you doing it for are you just doing it for numbers just doing it for fun all the ones in between if you just want to copy and paste or just do tftc i get it and i think if the cache owners have placed a power trail i think they get that you're not going to necessarily put a lot of uniqueness and 30 different logs 
but put some uniqueness and some effort in that first log. And then when you're done with the power trail, consider putting some effort into that final log. Hey, love the power trail. Had a great time doing it. Thanks for placing this or whatever. Just something to consider on power trails. I get you don't want to necessarily make unique logs for 30 plus caches, but at least consider doing something for the first and final cache that you find in the trail. So I have a couple of examples of what I consider some good find logs on some caches that I have placed. And I have examples from three different caches and two of these caches, I put a lot of effort into the container and one is a park and grab. So the first one is called the Bluebird, and this is one where I put a lot of effort into making this cache hide. I actually got a bunch of brush and weaved together my own nest and 3D printed a Bluebird and put some plastic eggs in the nest to create this special hide and added a bison tube to it. I am going to exclude specific caching names from being shared, but the first log reads, out caching with, insert cacher name, on a very, very hot day. It was late morning by the time we arrived here and sweat was streaming off us. As we parked, we looked across the walking path and saw a flock of wild turkeys walking along the path. There were two big turkeys and about nine little baby turkeys. We have seen wild turkeys lots of times while out caching, but have never seen baby turkeys. So that was pretty cool. Then we looked a little further down the path and there were two deer, grazing at the tree line. We found the cache in great condition. Very well done and nicely placed. A fun hide. Earns a favorite point from me. Thanks for taking the time to place it. So in that log, they mostly talk about what they saw on the way to the cache. And it helps you picture that experience. And it's just really interesting to, to hear because this isn't an area that there are a lot of deer and, and turkey and wildlife that you might see. So the next one, also for the Bluebird, it's a shorter log, but it's still a good log. And it says, found this fun cache today. Love the container. Have been saving this as I need to fill a day on the calendar. And this was close by. TFTC. It's short. It's a couple sentences, but it shows effort. It shows a lot. You were out having fun caching. You love the container. You explain why you went and hit the container for that day because you're filling in a calendar day and you said thanks for the cash. That type of log is awesome. Even for, you know, <clears throat> something where you've put in a lot of effort, it's nice to get some effort on on the fine logs. So the next one is called Super Goaty Goat and this is another container that we put a lot of effort into. My husband helped me with this one as we got a big metal box and he welded on some legs and a head, we made it look like a goat. And it's named Super Goaty Goat. Here's one of the fine logs. Pretty easy find. The cache is one of the best I've ever seen though, would recommend for people with younger children. This is a great log for other cachers because if they're out caching with kids and they're looking for good caches for that, that gives them actually a lot of information, even in that sentence, would recommend for younger children. Out caching with, insert name, grabbing some PNGs in between trying to get caught up on Cashmas 2021 caches. 
The title and the description gave me a chuckle, but when I saw Super Goaty Goat, had to laugh out loud. Awesome container. Left an STL travel mug and, insert casher name, dropped a TV. Definitely a favorite point from me, TFTC. See right there. Says what they're out doing, who they're with. They got a laugh out of it and why. They like the container. They left something, left a travel bug. It's a lot of information and it's a lot of simple information. Here's another one. TFTC, this was an Insta favorite despite the wife's deep-seated irrational hatred and fear of goats. Now that one's just funny. It's a goat container. The wife's terrified of goats. It's just funny. It's just entertaining. And you know what? I found it entertaining. There's probably other cashers that find it entertaining if they're going through reading the logs. Sometimes it's just fun to go through and read former logs. And when you see something like this, it makes you chuckle. Okay, and then the last cache I'm going to read examples from is the lion dis is called the lion's den. And this is just a simple park and grab. It's a magnetic key box on a park bench. And the whole reason I placed this cache was because this is a park that my family has gone to a lot. We've had my son's birthday there several times. But every time we've had a birthday there, there's somebody new that goes, wow, we didn't know this park was down here because it's kind of down off the road and you don't see it very well. So the whole point of it is just to get you to discover a park that you may not have known was there before. The first log is, this was my kid's first geocache and they were so excited to find it. They are two and four years old and left a little purple starfish. Thank you for a fun experience. See, simple park and grab, simple log, a couple sentences, and it really is just nice, even for parking grabs, to get something with a little bit of effort, a few sentences in it. Here's another one. I was able to park near the cache and found it without too much trouble. It was a nice day to be out caching. Thanks, Shadow Dragon 1. See, just simple couple sentences for parking grabs, even, just makes a really nice log. And as a cache owner, I read that and it's just really nice to see that because I get it. It's a park and grab. A lot of people are just going to put found it or TFTC. I even had somebody just put a period once and that was all that they logged was just a period. I get it. It's a park and grab. But when I see something like this, that's a couple sentences, it really makes me feel good. Even on the parking grab that you took the time to write something out. And as a cash owner, like I said, even if it's just a simple park and grab, we have to go through the whole process and the whole effort of getting permission, getting a container, placing it, going through the review process, maintaining it afterwards. It's It does take some effort, even for a guardrail cache or a lamppost cache or whatever kind of park and grab it is. So a few sentences really does make a difference. It makes it feel like the cache is appreciated and the effort that you've put into even placing that parking grab has been appreciated because if it's not for people placing caches, we're not going to have a game to be able to keep playing. So let's show the cache owners that we appreciate that they hit a cache by putting a little bit of effort into our find logs. Now let's talk about trackable logs. Trackables, some people love them, some people hate them. If you love them, if you own some and you put them out there, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. We like seeing some effort on trackable logs. We have spent money on these trackables. We're sending them out there knowing that there's a good chance they're going to go lost or missing along the way. And 
we want to see where they travel. We want to read what the find logs are, the discover logs, or the drop logs, the grab logs. So let's talk about that. If you're discovering a trackable, just discovering it, tell us how you discovered it. Did you see it online? Did you see it in a cache? Where did you find it at? Where are you, if, if you're finding it online, just let us know where you're from. What country, you know, you don't have to be specific and post your address. You don't even have to post your city. You can post your state or your country, just something. Seen on Facebook, hi from United States. Something to let us get an idea of where you're at. If you found it in a cache, post discovered this while I was at a cache getting a fine to fill my fizzy or something. What brought you to that cache that let you discover it? Again, just a couple sentences. Consider adding a picture if you've discovered it at the cache location. You know, post it with your GPS or a picture of you holding it or just something that you saw along the way to the cache. Pictures are really appreciated by a lot of cachers, a lot of owners of caches and trackables both, and you don't see them a lot, it seems like. If you've grabbed it and you're writing a grab log, where did you grab it from? Did you grab it from another cacher in an event? Did you grab it from a cache? Do you have plans to move it soon? Are you going to move it right away? Are you going to wait a couple weeks? Are you planning on taking it to an event later? Just a little bit of info. And again, consider adding a picture along with your log. If it's a dropped or visit log, a lot of the same stuff applies. Consider adding a picture. Consider sharing something about your caching journey that took you to that cache. Are you working on a challenge? Are you working on a streak? Are you working on your fizzy, your jasmer? Any of that information is appreciated because it tells a story of why you're there. Or even better, consider creating up an entire story for the trackable. May It doesn't have to be long. A couple sentences, you know, a lot of trackables are shaped like animals or different things. You could write a little story behind it. For example, if one's a fish, found the beta swimming around in the creek nearby, took him home with me, or something, just something with a little bit of effort. If you don't want to make up a whole fake story to go with the trackable, I get it, but just share something about your caching experience that day or something. It just is nice for the owners to see that it's being discovered, it's being moved, how is it being found, what is it doing. It paints a picture for us as owning a trackable and even other people that like to place trackables on watch list and see where they go, it paints a story for us all to read and follow along with. You guys may remember in season two, when I talked to Max Beyond the River that did the quote travel bug tours and Maxine and Warren put in a lot of effort making little props and stories and adding pictures to it. And every owner of a trackable that got one of their logs was always so appreciative. They had many stories of trackable owners reaching out and thanking them 
for the effort and the story and what they did for their trackables and how much they enjoyed it. And you don't really see a lot of that. You just really don't, unfortunately. And, you know, I don't always necessarily write a big, long novel of a story. I don't do that. A lot of people don't do that. And, you know, if you're doing it on your smartphone, it's hard to do that. But write a couple sentences, add a picture, something to show a little bit of appreciation that somebody has spent money on these game pieces to put out there for us to discover and move along and participate with. I have a couple of examples that I pulled from some of the trackables that I own of some different logs that I really appreciated. And here's a couple discover logs. The first discover log says, discovered it on the website of the owner. Thank you for sharing greetings from Italy. Virtual discovery, I put them out there on the website in the trackable gallery for people to discover if they want and you know this just shows me where they found it they thanked me for sharing it and told me what country they're from it's interesting to see with these online discoveries what country people are in especially if you're from a different country than where the trackable originated from or a different state if you're in the united states most of my trackables originate from missouri people discover them from Texas or New York or any of the other states, it's interesting to see where people are making these online discovery from. Here's another one, and this one I thought was just kind of funny. Discovered by accident mistyping a trackable code. Greetings from Greece. It's, it's just funny to me that, oh, we accidentally discovered this one because I typed in a code wrong. And mine happened to pop up. It's funny. They discovered it. I'm happy they discovered it. I like how they discovered it. I like that they told me what country they're from. It's just simple. A couple sentences. I have seen a lot of discover logs where people don't even type in anything. So just a couple sentences. How you found it. Where you're from. It's interesting. At least it is to me. Here's a grab log. Pick this holiday tree up. Laurel Hill State Park. I haven't decided if I'm going to drop it back in Pennsylvania or take it to West Virginia. I will send it on its way shortly. It tells me where they found it and hey, they may take it on a road trip to a different state. They don't know, but they're going to try to move along soon. It gives me a time frame to look for of when it's going to go someplace next. Gives me an idea of what's happening with it. And I appreciate that as, a, as owning the trackable. I like having an idea of what's going on with it, even though I don't have it in my possession. That's what the logs let me do is see what's going on and experience that adventure in a way. Here's a visit log. Grab some more miles with a visit to this cache. The cache is part of a 25-part series, and if I find four more, I think I may get a special geocoin for the achievement. So I'll be using him to help me complete the series this week, hopefully. See right there, that is just a visit log. Grabbing more miles on the trackable tells me why they went to that cache it paints a picture of the journey of the trackable and the journey of the cacher and it's just interesting to me to see what is going on with it i know i said it's interesting to me a lot in this episode but it really is and here's a drop one seems like a good place to rest for a bit 
I hope this finds its way to its goal. Can't wait to see where it goes. Please take care of it. Happy caching. That's actually one that I made when I dropped off one of my trackables to be picked up by someplace else. You know, as, and I do. I always hope that these trackables find their way to their goals. And I know a lot of times they don't. A lot of times people grab trackables and they're not even necessarily looking at what the goal of the trackable is. And it goes in the opposite direction or it doesn't do anything related to the goal. But I still get to see where it moves on the map. And maybe someday they'll make it to their goal. Maybe someday they, maybe someday they go missing. I don't know, but... I like to see where they go, and I like to see some effort in the logs, and I think there are many other cachers who have released trackables will agree with me that they appreciate even just a couple sentences of what their trackable is doing and what's going on. For the cache highlight, this one is code GC85ZAY, and it was called Bender. It was down in Dittmer, Missouri, and we were down in Dittmer, Missouri because the whole reason we were down there was because my husband was looking for a couple of new doors for our closets. We have all the other doors in our house besides our front door are uh, this mission-style door, and my husband was wanting to find closet doors for these three closets that did not match. So he happened to be on Facebook Marketplace, of all places. He found solid wood doors of this type of style and the correct sizes for a really good price down in Dittmer, Missouri, of all places. So we ended up driving down there to buy a couple of doors. And on the way down there, I was looking at the geocaching app. I said, let's get a geocache. I had seen this particular cache on Facebook, people posting pictures of it. In the weeks prior to this, I said, let's go get it. We're going to be right down there near it. And what is so neat with this is that if you've watched Futurama, you guys know Bender, the robot, the bending robot, Bender. This cache was placed on a giant Bender sculpture. It, it was just a little lockbox, a little key lockbox but it takes you to this giant bender and it's just a park and grab, but it's a neat place for a park and grab. So my husband and my kiddo and I, while we were down there buying doors, we swung in and we got this geocache and we saw the giant bender and why we were there and see the bender is at like this car repair place. And while we were there, we happened to see somebody had made their own version of a Ghostbusters car that was parked nearby. So we got to see that too. And it was really neat. And we had fun discovering this location. My son really enjoyed it. And it was just a simple park and grab, but it was a neat geocache. And for the log, I wrote, came by to see Bender and grab this cache and got a bonus surprise. Who you gonna call? Thanks for bringing us here. TFTC. And I added a picture that I took of the Ghostbusters car with it. It was a park and grab at a neat location. I wrote a simple couple sentences thanking them for taking us there, included what we saw along the way, and added a picture to it. Yes, I could have gone into more detail about why we were down in Dittmer, Missouri, what the weather was like. It was a park and grab. I wrote a couple of sentences while I was on my phone before we left to head back home, and I added a picture. And I think that maybe you may disagree with me, but I think that was an acceptable log 
for the type of cache it was. It was a neat location. I mentioned that. I thanked him for the cache. I added a picture. It was a park and grab, and I put a few sentences, a little bit of effort into that log. And I really do hope that the cache owner enjoyed reading that log because I enjoy reading these types of logs on my geocaches. So I hope that cache owner enjoyed it as well. And if you go to the show notes, I will include pictures of my Bluebird cache and the Super Goat Goat cache. And I will have pictures of Bender and the Ghostbusters car that we saw in Dittmer at the Bender cache. And I really hope you guys were able to take something from this episode and maybe it'll inspire you to put a little bit more into your logs. Maybe you already put more effort into your logs and you are good about writing a couple sentences. Maybe this gave you an idea of some other stuff that you could include in your logs. I don't know, but I hope you were able to enjoy the episode and I hope you took something from it. Thank you for listening to Geocache Adventures. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers, filled with articles and snippets sent in by geocachers just like you. I'm a subscriber myself and I love it. Check them out today at tftgeo.com and tell them Shadow Dragon 1 sent you. Would you like to be a guest on a show or have a topic you'd like to hear covered? Reach out and let me know. Just go to the geocacheadventures.org website and click on the contact page to reach out.